This time on TNT. It's Ho Ho Holiday Hit the Post. Is there really a tree, a big pine, wiggling its arms with lights on it in my neighborhood? And hospital bed guy. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Ding dong, who's there? Mariah Carey, hello. Yeah, sure you don't. All right, let's hear it. Not what I heard. Okay then, Mariah. Oh, well, that'd be nice. Take us home, Mariah. Ho, 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 how are you? It's me, Howard Desjardins, Holiday FM. <laughs> sure you don't. It's so hard to hit the post in that song. I even tried to let it breathe. Like we're hoping for that that break for at least four bars. It's so the l- smallest them. window. <laughs> ho ho! Howard <laughs> Desjardins, Holiday FM, playing all your favorites. And then you're like, Jesus, Mariah! You think you can take a breath for Christ's sake? Yeah, why don't you take five? Let's walk it for sixteen. Jump back in. Pan's just warming up. Give him a chance to get things <laughs> grooving. You'd have to be a super no, pro to hit that post. Let's try it again. I want to try it again from no. the top. No. Or even take it from just the end of like the vamp. See if I can hit the post super there's quick no, in the window. I can do it. Okay. Okay. Here. I can do it. Take two. Ho, ho, Howard Desjardins with you on Holiday FM. It's Mariah Carey. Take it away. That's a tight, tight post. You did it. That's a super tight post. And take it away is cheating a little bit. Oh, man. Take it away. It is. I mean... There are some mm. contemporary Christmas songs that I actually really like. <laughs> are there for you? Yeah, definitely. Not um like not the carols. It, it's a hard thing to write. Not, not the new ones. It's just the old ones. I think the the uh honestly, I think the 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 most recent one that I can you know it has to be before the John Lennon the so this is Christmas one that's kind of like the the latest version of Christmas songs I want to hear really so, so Santa anything. tell me by Ariana Grande you're not feeling that <laughs> yeah no I'm like I'm not even yeah and anything after 1980 is 1979 whenever that was came out so yeah. I'm feeling like Santa Tell Me by Ariana ones. Grande. 
What's the, I don't even know that one. Santa, tell me if he really there. Like Is that real? Like it's Baby Baby, but Santa? Like Baby Baby by Amy Grant? Is that what it is? Baby, baby. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that what you just said? That feels like it requires a side-by-side. Can you gear both <laughs> no, no, of those songs up? <laughs> baby, <It's> not... <laughs> baby. When Baby, baby came out, I didn't like it because it sounded like she was saying baby. <clears throat> baby, baby. She's, what, else, what did you think she was saying? Baby. B-A-V-Y. D- Daisy, like the flower? No, like B-A-V-Y, baby. Well, what the hell? What is baby? <laughs> well, it, it isn't anything, but if you listen to it, oh my God. rig that up, gear up. Baby, baby? Baby, baby. If you rig up um, <laughs> Baby, baby by Amy, what's her name? Who's Vince Gill's partner, right? Uh, I kind of get confused with who's Garth Brooks's partner. Garth Brooks is with Trisha Yearwood. Amy Grant. Amy Grant, yes. Gospel singer Amy Grant sings Baby Baby. Yeah. Here comes. You you think it's Baby Baby? B-A-V-Y. Let's try and hear it. Oh, see, there's a nice walk up to this. Yeah, I could have hit this post all day. Hope day. your coffee's warm, everybody. Good Here's Zammy Grant, Grant on baby, 102. Baby, Holiday FM. <laughs> Did you hear it? Baby, baby. Oh, man. This... Yeah, I, don't, I hear a clear B. Baby, baby. Sounds like she doesn't want to pop the mic. Baby, baby. No, there's no Z or Z or S. There's a clear clear B. Are you really there? Now tee up the Ariana Grande Santa Tell Me. You'll like this. This is good. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Santa Tell Me. Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) Would you stop that? (laughs) That would be one of that you'd be doing the whole ride. If we were out on like tour if somewhere? If we're on tour right now. Where is it? Okay. Here it is. Does it start off like that? To the tune like of, upbeat? yeah. Yeah, it's to the tune of Baby, Baby. Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. It is the same. It is. It's the same. <laughs> It's, by the way, it's either a lawsuit waiting to happen or it's the mashup that no one would see coming that would blow the roof off the place. No, it's it's fair game because it's only two notes. Baby, baby, Santa, <laughs> tell four. me. I guess because it's, it's uh, continuous, it's four. I think it's when it's 12 in a row is when it's time, time really, for the Really, that's the rule? <laughs> Yeah. So I could do happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, and that would be okay? Well, no, it depends. I think you could be hammered for the happy birthday to those ones that each note that you're hitting can be a beat and can be considered melody enough. If That's what I'm saying. It's so short. It's one, two, three, four. 
and it ends. Like that, it's not ripping anymore. Oh, I see. I so thought you said twelve notes. Yeah, well, the continuous notes, and then for this, the melody changes on. Dun, 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 you know what I mean? That's a great so, mashup. Definitely uh, the same for uh, bangers in there. Is it but even yeah, in so the same getting, key? Sounded like it to me. Don't call me perfect. Anything pitch is not one of them. Well, that's okay, bud. Okay, now we go back to. Are you gonna hit the post with a holiday banger? Yeah, man, I'm gonna try my uh, darndest with that. But that—that's the thing. These are tough because a lot of they're, they're so corporate. The the, uh, the Christmas hits. Yeah, what's the? Uh, there's a Justin Bieber like, song, Christmas song, with the word "shouty" in it. I'd like you to try to hit always, the post to that one. There's always vocals off the top. Shouty with you. Shouty with you. I just had a really good one going, and now it's different. So, let me see. Uh, wow. Okay, this one, there's a holiday version of Butter <laughs> by BTS. Yeah, I think so. Oh dear. <coughs> Should and we do that? Jingle Beller. Okay, let's do that. It's like do it. Okay, I'm ready. Could come off hot, but we'll see. Good luck. Okay, thanks, bud. Here we go. Okay. How's your morning, everybody? Oh, for Christ's sake, they went right off the top. Did they? <laughs> That's all right. That's the first thing. What? There's, there's like jingle bells and sounds in the background. Oh, wow. So that was it. Wow, that was no... Po- the post was before the, the song. There was a little sh- shimmer. <laughs> I mean, I gotta... Santa Tell Me was on here on this list. Okay. Yeah, of course it was. All right, let me, let me try another one here. That beep, was ridiculous. Beep, beep. Try the Justin Bieber one with the word shouty in it. Is that the mistletoe one? Yeah, I think so. There's one with a rap. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a clear night tonight. There's going to be a little flurries. Come on, Aww. Justin. I just wanted to tell the beautiful people of the city tonight how it's going. Maybe we'll try another song here. Interesting. Why do they come in so hot with vocals? <laughs> I-, I told you because they're all corporate. So, like... Get to the right into the vocals. Let's say this one by John Legend. John Legend. I love John Legend. Almost as much as I love my donuts from Dinky Donuts. Come on down. We're having I'll be there six to seven tomorrow. Anyway, enjoy this jam on 20614. Oh wow. Yeah, John Legend. How about you wanna do one here? Yes. This one, uh, Johnny Orlando, do you know him? No. How about Sean Mendez? Some Sean Mendez. Yeah, Sean Mendez, sure. Okay, here we go. You're going. Hi, everybody. It's Howard Desjardins, Holiday FM. Here's Sean Mendez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chestnuts. <laughs> yeah, that's what it has wow. to be. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Ho, ho, Howard, broadcasting from Leon's. It's the Don't Pay a Cent event. It's our baby Jesus spectacular. Just what he okay, would have wanted. Go. You to have an Here we go. Hey, it's Willie at 106.9. We are going to have a great night tonight. I hear the bells are winging and Santa's dinging. Happy holidays, everybody. We've got some Josh Groban right here. 106.9. That was nice. Just that was nice. Just you ducked out of it a couple times, but then jumped back inch, in. Inch in the way. I didn't realize it's the, those jingles off the top make you think it's upbeat. Right, this? I know, it's a trick. Like, I thought it was gonna be like, Adoop, boop, let's go. Like, Buble styles. But this is the one from the Polax, isn't it? The Polar Express. What? Yeah, you ready? Polar Express, it's in there. How about this one? You ready for some sync? Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. Go. Hey, everybody, it's Ho Ho Howard Desjardins here. Christmas time just around the corner. There's only 14 shopping days oh. left. What? Come on, guys. Well, they're going right away. They sing in the intros of these things. You can't hit There's the no post chance. of Christmas. No, you got you to gotta do it faster, like just those little like, quick hands. Okay, you oh, ready? Yes. Here we, uh, okay, here we go. You're in. Go. Hey, everybody. It's Ho Ho Howard Desjardins. Hope you're in sync with all your Christmas shopping. Here's in sync on Holiday FM. Enjoy. Wait, what is this? Kenny G? Carly, Carly Ray Jepsen. Last Christmas. You switched the track. Oh, I know. I went to a different one because that other one started way too fast. That was even like enough. I gave you another one. Sorry. Okay, I want to redo. <laughs> you want to redo, redo Carly Ray? Yeah. On, you want another one on this one? This yeah. is pretty good, actually. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Ho, ho, how you doing? It's Howard Desjardins on Holiday FM. Carly Rae Jepsen posted to Instagram. She has her shopping done. How are you making out out there? Well, I hope you're doing better than you did last Christmas. Here's Carly Rae Jepsen on Holiday FM. Oh, you, you killed it. You hammered it right there. Second take is always easy, though. That was like Stu Jeffrey Styles right there. Good. Rocking tonight. What's new in the Taggart household, bud? We uh, we finally have the uh, plumbing and done in the, in the kitchen. So, so the dishwasher and the uh, sink's all set. Now we're, yeah, it's normal in there. It's we, the first uh, Christmas in the house. Got lights put in all over the place. What do you mean put in? Do you mean <laughs> Christmas lights or like actual lights to see things with? Well, my, well, my niece's husband, uh, so nephew-in-law, <laughs> he uh, installed all the uh, lights and sorted out little switches, switching out knobs and putting dimmers in and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So love me a good dimmer. Over. Yeah, I love the dimmers. I'm not crazy about the click on and the super bright only. You know what I mean? You gotta have a little middle ground, a slight a little bit of a slider. 
So it's the first <clears throat> Christmas in this house. Did you guys figure out like where the decorations go and what looks nice? And um, how's your neighborhood for Christmas vibe check? Well, it's pretty. It's a like it's pretty tight ship around here. You know? <laughs> what do you like, mean? As soon as, as soon as like Halloween was over, people were firing up Christmas stuff. And, uh, like, it was instantly, like, if you drive around, there's just lights all over the place. So we put in lights in the front window and uh, some a little bit of stuff out front, but nothing, like, insane. Like, there's, like, one's, like, there's, like, a tree that's high, and I thought it was, like, it, it looks fake because the arms move around, like, with the lights. Like, as if it was dancing or something. I don't know what it, how it works. So is is your you know neighborhood what I mean? like, like it's a bit it's it's a big tree that was there already but now it's lit up but it, the arms are moving around when it's not windy. How does that it's happen? Windy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's swinging his arms around with the lights on. Like what's that? I don't understand. So it looks like a Christmas like monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen, I think, because it's like a normal whatever pine tree in the front yard that's like 30 feet tall, but then it's like moving around like, hey, everybody, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I love that that's its voice. <laughs> hey, everybody, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so what is on it? Lights. That's it. Just lights all through it. Yeah, but so it's like all moving around. It doesn't have eyes or anything. <laughs> no, and it doesn't sound. There's no sound other than the creaking branches. <laughs> <laughs> Ominous Christmas like, creaky branches. You're like, I'm like, I want to knock on the door and be like. What the hell is that? I can do that, but I'm afraid it might be like some woman with a cauldron binder. <laughs> Why, it seems witchy. Well, how the hell do you do that? I don't get it. <laughs> you have like mechanized things on a bunch of different branches that are just randomly pushing the branches around. <laughs> a cauldron. <laughs> She's probably just misunderstood like the Home Alone neighbor. <laughs> Comes out, waves her hands around a bit, next thing you know, the tree's doing it too. <laughs> Does she have a wart on her nose? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'll drive past and it'll be gone now. Like the whole thing was in your imagination? to be norm, totally normal again. My son saw it, man, with me. I know what I was doing it. <laughs> so are you reserving John a tiny possibility it, that it's John, not real? John was like, because John sees Christmas, you know, decorations. He's not really going to care. He's... <clears throat> it was him who was like, Dad, look at that tree. Why is it waving around like that? <laughs> So it has to be a windstorm. It's not doing it all the time. No, it was. It was not windy. 
Um, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm gonna, I might have to go investigate again. Well, I think all the buds <laughs> want to see um, <laughs> video evidence of this tree. I know, right? I don't want to be seeing things. Could be. <laughs> and the guy up in the... Maybe it was a guy in the tree just uh, pulling and jumping on branches all over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, does anyone in your neighborhood hire people to do their lawn? No. Imagine doing someone that's their job. Just jumping up and down, making the branches move for three hours. Well, near us, there's the um, uh, like. What, so, what it was? What was your question? Do people do? Are there people like? Do hire people what? like hire masks to do their lawn? Like, is it that intense that people have like Christmas designers doing their stuff, or everyone's no, kind of doing the, it for themselves? There's definitely a crew that comes around and does lawns for sure. Really. Yeah, it's a good business, I guess, for the ones who have it. We decline just because I don't mind mowing the lawn. and But yeah, they, they do everything. Wait, so someone knocked on your door and said, hey, we do lawn maintenance if you guys are into it? No, they they did it once free. And they said, if you like what you like what we did, then, you know, set it up. And they did a great job. They trimmed everything and took up all the the grass and mulched it up and okay you belong to the city no one's offering to do my lawn (laughs) no but it snowed it snowed here pretty hard like a week and a half ago and i was looking i was like man that's a lot of snow and then i like 10 minutes later looked back out and like all the houses around me had the clear driveways and sidewalks how I don't know. They all came out and just did it like boom. And a couple of people had the heated driveways. The heat, the, the heated driveway. So it's just like looks wet when it's snowing. So yeah, I was like, that's, oh, that's crazy. something that, you know, something I uh, wouldn't mind investing in. A heated driveway? <laughs> well, when it's really snowing, you got a huge driveway and you just see it across there and nothing on it. It's like, man. That's makes there's you don't have to touch a shovel anywhere. But but anyway, I, uh, we we got out there and just cleared it because people are walking and they don't want to be getting falling over over ice. You don't want to be getting dinged with that lawsuit. No. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a pretty tight ship. <laughs> like I could see the. The, the the uh you know getting the dirty luck if something was like that i don't want to be the new neighbor who's like yeah your sidewalks just full of snow do you think people are low-key thinking that you guys phoned it in at christmas or does your house have a similar level of decorating as no, the other good. houses we're we're like right in the middle right like some of them are over the top and some of them are just normal and that's what we're where we're at where we're at there's enough lit shit around the house that it doesn't look like you're not bringing the neighborhood uh, down yeah although we got to get the tree up it's getting late um we have the The tree elf is the elf's burling around the advent calendars are going but the tree's not up yet so we're doing it definitely in the next few days um i'm probably i think i think we're doing it tonight actually 
And are you are you guys artificial or real? I can't remember. Artificial. Yeah, we have a good artificial one. So there's no excuse really. Yeah. Other than just like the all the there's still some base, you know, boxes and stuff in the basement that need to be organized, but we're getting pretty close to all set. Except for the, you know, you know how it is. Once you finish something, there's always something else you could do. Heck yeah. Um, you know. We got the uh, the eight-footer, plopped it in the four-banger. It's all designed and ready to go. Um, Carol and I worked together to get the lights going outside the house, um, also on the barn. And then last night was a crazy windstorm, like rocking chairs blew off the deck styles. Oh, and we man. thought we're going to be doing it from scratch again. But everything held pretty well, you know? Yeah. The thing nice. that I'm pumped for this holiday season is Suge is in rock band. She's the only guitar player in the rock band, and there are a couple of heavy-duty keyboard players, but she's holding it down on guitar, and they're doing nice. um, Sweet Child of Mine, and they're doing no uh, Jingle That's Bell great. Rock. Nice. So watching my tiny shredder uh, walk into junior high with a guitar on her back, that's pretty cool. No, that's really great. Yeah, because as you know, music is something that we both hoped our kids would do, and it's something that you can't force, and they kind of have to get into it. So she's mm -hmm. in the concert band in the percussion department, and she's in the rock band as a guitarist, and I just love that for her. It's so fun. I love that, too. Yeah, before I forget... You know, Lisa's always doing stuff, picking up cool stuff here and there for the house and the auctions. Yeah. So anyway, she got like a cool knife set and all this other stuff. But but by mistake, she must have clicked on a couple items that she didn't realize she bid on for like a dollar. <laughs> but one of them was like a box of Band-Aids. And then the other one was a case of polygrip. Like what? extra mint. <laughs> so they got delivered and she was like, oh, I don't remember. No, we, <clears throat> you had to go pick it up. It's like, oh, this case of polygrip. <laughs> How far did you have to drive to get a case of polygrip? Well, the other stuff we had to get anyway. That just was part of the thing. But that was one of the bigger items. <laughs> what are you going to do like, with come it? On. I don't know. If I ever have dentures, I'm good to go, though, for a long time. <laughs> See, I got sucked into one of those in front of Canadian Tire. Hey, do you like to wash your car, bud? Sure. Well, you should buy a case of this stuff. And I still have 11 jars of it in the garage. I might have tried to give one to my father-in-law or something, and he didn't take it. Um, but I always think, like, I keep that stuff, and then I'm going to inevitably throw it out anyway. So you might as well just throw it out now. Yeah, one thing I noticed using a lot of is that because uh, salt destroys concrete. I didn't realize this at the last place, but if you salt your front porch, it's like the, your concrete gets destroyed quick. I was wondering why it was like starting to separate. <clears throat> so I've been buying the this, the pet safe anti-ice stuff, whatever, the blue and the grainy and the Rockies stuff. And you, you buy a huge bag thinking, oh, that's tons. I'm going to be good for the winter. And then it starts to get, like last night we had snow squalls with the freezing rain where it's like you slip on the driveway and you're on your back. Yeah. So I had to salt, 
salt all the driveway and the, not salt, the, whatever this shit is, uh, whatever, popolate, sulfate, all over uh, the driveway and then the sidewalk in case no one does the, pulls a pen, an Allen Doyle on the front lawn. So where does it go? <clears throat> like, does where, it where stain does it... your sidewalk or does it just dissolve into the earth? It dissolves, yeah, yeah. Nice, but it keeps it. It's like keeps it so when the ice comes, the ice doesn't turn into ice. It just it just turns into more wetness and going away stuff. Oh, so you pre? But it's good for snow. Yeah, for, if there's a big storm coming, it helps to to make it not slippery at least, and you can clear it after with this with no big deal, ripping it away with the uh, snow. Oh, so you do that shift beforehand. Yeah, there's a little pre the pre soak styles. Yeah, that's smart. I try. I bought. I bought. I was at Costco and I bought some of that de-icer stuff. And I was like, "Oh, this stuff's great." And I was like, "I was like doing the front uh, glass, and it's coming all off fast." And I'm like, "Look, and the can's like half gone." I'm like, "Well, that that clearly is not the way to go." <laughs> You know how expensive that would be, right? Every time. Ah, I don't want to chip it off. Just like A-team style. Yeah. And then next thing you know, yeah. Seven bucks to to de-ice the car. I have a complicated relationship with salt because it doesn't do well on wood. And in a way, (laughs) I always think like, what's the point of shoveling out our driveway (laughs) if our road has two feet of snow on it? No kidding. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, for sure. But for the uh, de-icing stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, this is more for like locks and things that you need, not just like firing it on the window. Yeah. (laughs) I'm low-key not ready for winter, bud. You're not feeling it right now? Not feeling it. Yeah, it'll rip by fast, though. Look how fast it's come from the beginning of the year. I feel like I just turned the clock to 2021. I know, but it's also been doing that like it's minus six and today it's 14 and today it's minus seven and now it's 15. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why. Like if it was winter and then just staying as winter, I could wrap my head around that easier. It's the teases, yeah, because the same thing happened here. It was a legit, legit like freezing. It's going to pile up snow day tomorrow. Kids aren't going to school to waking up and it's just raining out. Went to like plus nine it's like winter it's like decide already it's like you know it's like come on are you gonna be winter you're gonna just be like summer again it's like one minute you're snowing and it's like the next minute you're raining and it's like well which is it (laughs) i mean i got a case of polygrip here is it summer or is it winter i mean it's like like i got the shovel out but i also like it's like i have an umbrella it's like why i which do i need like you'd never know day to day (laughs) Take a break, bud. Take a break. So Hello. I'm working in Boston, right? A week ago. You went down to Boston, the Boston rip for some work. Yep. Second time uh, this month, ripping down to Boston for some work. And mm-hmm. Carol was coming with me. Um, the girls nice. were going to stay with their grandparents. We're going to go down as grown-ups do and uh, maybe do some Christmas shopping, enjoy each other's company as we are wont to do. 
and mm-hmm. uh, got our tests before crossing the border. Um, we opted to drive because, as I think I mentioned, there's no direct flight right now. And yeah. uh, felt weird, like felt giddy like children. Look at us away from home like two grown-ups. Kind of like I'm sure you guys felt that when you went to Turks and Kekos. Like, wow. Definitely. A grown-up yeah. vacation for grown-ups. Weird. Um, yeah. So we crossed the border and Carol's phone dings. And uh, we assumed it was the, like, welcome to the United States, just so you know, you're roaming and the charges, whatever. Yeah. Um, it was notification that there was an exposure uh, at one of the girls' schools. And we were like, yeah. oh, man, that hasn't happened before. It's new turf for us. So we kind of debated, what do we do? We can't really do anything if we're there, but it was a little close to home, and we worried that they might be kind of flipped out. So we turned around and drove home. We were in the United States of America for 30 minutes. No. And crossed back across the border, yeah. Drove six wow. and a half hours out and six and a half hours home in a snowstorm and still wouldn't trade it for anything because it was really fun. Really enjoy <laughs> oh her company. The, du- the moment you had at the duty-free. <laughs> yeah, so when we got back to the Canadian border, the guy was like, how long have you been out of the country? I was like, honestly, oh half an hour. And because we hadn't filled out the paperwork, even though we had uh, negative tests and stuff, he's like, well, technically, uh, you should quarantine for two weeks. Like, come on. So we explained the unique uh, circumstance. And to be clear, it's not fun. The exposure wasn't close to her. She doesn't have it. It was just one of those, like, man, in the spring, (laughs) in the spring, like, if, if someone at Sobeys had it, we would be in lockdown. So now suddenly that we've gotten a little... It's like when you start driving at the start of winter and you're like, whoa, I better go 60 kilometers an hour on the snow. And then by April, yeah. you're like, well, I'll do a buck 20. It's going to be fine. It's like uh, just because uh, we're more used to it now doesn't make it any less confusing at time, especially for kids. So Yeah, um, I get like... We, we get probably one, twice a month emails from the schools. Yeah, you guys have had them pretty close, right? Have you ha- oh, yeah. had them actually Always. in their classes? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, what's and, the protocol uh, there? Like, just stay home. Well, unless you, because they 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 look for exposure and who exactly. And I think it was like J- Jack's class that he shares with another class. They have certain classes together, but. Uh, they they check and they do tests and then they uh, at that time he didn't need to take a test but there's been other times where uh, like if they'd come home even just at, with anything they they have to take we all have to go as a family to get a test at home if they've been exposed but the it clo- I mean we've probably I don't like I said every every other week you hear there's a, like an exposure there's been one outbreak which means uh, two, I guess, right? Two or more. Um, is that what they refer to as an outbreak? Uh, no, there's been a couple, but mostly it's just an exposure and they notify everybody. And I guess if there's anyone who is, like I said, was, was, uh, exposed, then they get, they get a, a call to come and get a test. Right. So you gotta, if you're on the list of, of anyone close by, you got to go get tested and quarantined until that time, I guess. Like Indy so, got yeah. vaccinated yesterday and it's such a 
you don't even realize how relieved you are when your babies are safe, right? It's yeah. it's just such a a huge uh, exhale to know that your people are at least protected against it. And I know that it's just a fact of life, and we're probably going to have to. Uh, find a way to be okay with exposures close to home and stuff. And it's not like we could have physically done anything. It was just the first time yeah. it was this close to our home. And I think we both just felt like, uh, if we go now, we'll kind of be thinking, I wonder what they're doing. I hope they're okay. Are they going to be um, feeling kind of vulnerable or exposed to it? But so, just so another example of how people are ready for the world to be open, but the world is not quite ready. You're, you and you never uh, went back. Well, I so did. I had out. to fly the next day. You had to, yeah. So that's the crazy. Like I've had seven tests in the last seven days. So what, what, you would you fly to Montreal and then to Boston? Yeah, Montreal what? on the way there and Toronto on the way yeah. back. Which you know you probably don't know this, but when you live on the East Coast and you're flying to Europe, often you have to fly to Toronto to catch a plane to yeah. Europe, and it always feels so counterproductive to fly out of your way. I know that's not uh, that's tough. Well, especially like the direct flight to Boston is an hour. I know that's the worst. And now you it's eight, two hours. Yeah, and it's another what? It's an hour from Toronto. Yeah, something like that. Flight. Again, these uh, are uh, wonderful problems to have, but everything is just kind of uh, uh, clunky. It's not quite working yet. But also, I think one of the things that I found so different is sitting still for extended periods of time because I haven't done that because I haven't had to. Yeah. Not used to it. You've been ripping around, ripping on the scene. Ripping around the Christmas getting tree. In, getting in the shuttle, shuttles. Have you got the, uh, you've got the tree going yet? You yeah. You fired up? Yeah. You're already fired up. Yeah, the eight banger. Eight the footer eight and a four banger. Um, I just went for a walk with our buds, Fortunate Ones. Nice. They're yeah, in town they popped in. That was great. Playing some shows with uh, Matt Anderson and uh, Rini Smith, who's an incredible singer. They're doing 15 dates, I think, through the Maritimes. And it was interesting to compare notes with um, other people that work in the arts because for them, it's kind of the first time on, on stage in a year or so. Um, and mm. I know when I went to do Letterkenny in the spring, it's the first time I can remember where I couldn't totally remember how to do my job, like just rusty at it. So yeah, it was, it was interesting and kind of comforting to hear them say some versions of like, yeah, it's a little different being up there. Like it's coming back, like riding a bicycle, but I think everyone's just a little uh, rusty, like post hibernate well, how could you not be when you haven't done something in a while, right? That's ace. There's an element. That is it. When I was also, um, I was pumped because they uh, listened to the pod on occasion, and they said uh, my Newfoundland accent's right in the pocket. So from actual <laughs> Newfoundlanders, hearing that was um, quite a kick. But they're, they're lovely people, and they have a new record uh, in the can, but it's not out yet. And um, uh, by all accounts, okay, by both accounts, theirs. It's the best thing they've ever made, and I'm psyched. That's amazing. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. As usual, it'll be fantastic, I'm sure. Great peeps. They are, and they also uh, do a mean Kenny and Dolly. 
Christmas Holy Without must. You. Yeah, yeah, because he has that rasp and her voice is so pure and true yeah. and beautiful. Um, yeah, it was nice to see them. I love it. There you go. So this this is here is our 275th episode. Crazy. We've come this far. And we just uh, had our eighth birthday on the Twitter machine. That's I, the easiest way to kind of gauge when we started. Because we pretty much had a Twitter page around the same month or whatever that we started doing it. Right? I can't even believe that's possible. It's been eight years. I know. Like our kids were all babies. Yeah. And now they're becoming, now like two of them are teenagers. When did you leave OLP? 20, well, the last show was 2013 into 14. So the New Year's Eve 2014. So that so, yeah. is crazy. I That's think we started the pod. Through. We started the pod like that fall, I think. Like That's what I was thinking. It was right around the same time. Yeah. What was the sure. last show? It was New Year's Eve? Yeah. Was it one of those like Rick the Temp and Cheryl Hickey like Niagara Falls deals? <laughs> Totally. Was yeah, it? For sure. On global? No, but it was out. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. No, it wasn't the, the Niagara Falls one. It was the, it was a New Year's show at a, a casino, I think. The Hard Rock in, in Vancouver. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, we, we definitely did Cheryl Hickey and Rick the Temp. Yeah, yeah. Freezing. Yeah. Rick Campanelli out there with this fancy... Fancy jackets. He's such a bud. With a $3,200 Canada Big Goose parka in a color you've never so seen dumb. before? Like, really? Persimmon? Where did he get that color? And he yeah, still looks 18. He's a handsome devil. Yeah, and he's, he's so dumb. nice. He's a doll. So. He is, you know, people often say, like, are, are they who you would think? Or are they the same? He yeah, is exactly man. the same. <laughs> He is super nice for sure. What's Rick the Temp doing? Nice. <laughs> Campanelli. He Do you loves know? Campanelli. Huh? Do you know what he's doing? I think he just got, yeah, he just got a, a morning radio gig, I think. Yeah, perfect. In uh, Toronto, yeah. That's a perfect thing for him. It is, yeah. That's a voice that you can deal with here and in the morning. He's on Z103.5. Rebels on. What is your problem? I'm going to let you out because you're a bun- monkey. Stop that. Cool. We'll see. Wow. Rick the Temp yeah, is look. 51 years old. He's on Z103.5 as of November. That's it, yeah. He's a co host of the morning show. That's it. That's it. He's back on radio and in, in, in the media game. Crazy. That's a perfect thing for him. I would it's enjoy starting my getting, day with him. People getting jobs instead of losing jobs. Yes. Which seems to be like, man, who hasn't been fired in the last two years? Well, uh, let's it's drill terrible. down on that. Who has? No, let's, let's not. Who are you talking about specifically? <laughs> no, I'm just saying the media people have been fired. So many people have been fired like in... Sportsnet and TSN oh, in the yeah. last couple of years. It's terrible. Yes. Like not even uh, on both sides, not just uh, on air people either, you know. I was talking about this with so. Andrew um, from Fortunate Ones, how most of my adult life 
I have defined myself, at least in part, by what I do for a living and how the last 18 months has been a real good opportunity to remind myself and others that I am so much more than what I do for my job. And the pandemic is the first time since I was 15 that the majority of my income didn't come from TV. Well, that's not to um, be over Mr. Brightside or optimistic about it, but what an incredible opportunity that is. Well, I think it's it shows how much of a grinder you are too, though. You know what I mean? Like, either a grinder or lucky, one or the other. I, you know, we, we maybe both. Like to think, probably maybe both. But like to uh, to to still be making anything outside of even not acting is 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 amazing. You yeah, know what I mean, like you've got a lot of irons in the fire that you keep going. So. It's funny because I'll bump into people sometimes like uh, this guy at Sobeys the other day was like, hey, you used to work on TV. What are you up to? And I'm like, man, I'm busier now than I ever have been in my life because I have my finger in a whole bunch of different pies. But the the sort of um, uh, graduation I've made professionally is doing things because you have to or you don't have a choice when you're starting out to doing things because I want to at this stage. And that's really fun. Yeah. Does the same thing drive you? Like you could obviously pick up a drumming gig anywhere, but you can afford to be selective about it. And you, I'm guessing rather not do it than do it. Cause you feel you have to. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky enough to, to, to have the option for sure. I mean, that's, um, but uh yeah but i I think uh it's selective definitely but it's also um just trying to i think at this point i'm starting to think that it's probably better to do something that even if i'm not 100 percent into as opposed to before when i'd be like "I'm, i'm not some feeling like it checks all these boxes there's no way but uh you know, lately there's been some opportunities that that uh, that that have kind of got me back into things. So um, yeah, we'll see. Like I remember, I said earlier this year that I was looking into trying being in a band or being in a position of playing, and I think I'm getting closer to that goal than than I I was before in t- terms of mentally and even um, opportunity wise. So yeah, it's been. Uh, I think it's it's a little bit of all those things. Like you you love it, you want to do it, but I think it there's you, you have to realize even if you're doing something you love, it's still going to be hard work, you know. So um, maybe maybe it's it's not the end of the world to do something that you're not a hundred percent into, you know. So you just feel like you uh, miss the routine or the feeling of playing in front of people, or it's just time like why now yeah no it's just playing it's literally just playing drums (laughs) you know like playing drums is great and playing drums in in my basement is different than playing drums on a stage even if it's it's just because you're with other people playing and it just feels instinctively proper you know if you're sitting and sweating for a long time to not start and sweat with others in collaborative effort to 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 do something good musically you know so um yeah 
So the it's, question is, it's just play. It's just performing, like playing playing drums. It's something that I've always loved to do, and I haven't done it in a while. And um, by playing a lot more, it's just something that just I guess feels progressively, uh, you know, kind of connects you to that. It just makes you want to do it in a in a more primal way by the amount of work you're kind of doing. <laughs> So the question is, you feel like you're like if you're, I don't know, doing anything to to that takes a long time to to make, you eventually want to try it out, <laughs> you know. If you'd had room to have your drum set up at your old house, would you have arrived at this sooner, or is no because, is the timing coincidental, I... or is the it was time and now you are you have the space to practice like it was both yeah no because um i i didn't uh like i didn't have the space and it didn't make sense there but i would set up sometimes just to kind of keep things going and like a small amount of drums but yeah so it kind of it kind of curbed the the instrument from like uh, what you do to kind of more a hobby, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that that's if you're not doing it all the time, then it it that's what it becomes, you know. It becomes something that's that's not your craft. It's just something you do when you're not doing something else, you know. So um, now that I have that connection again. It's fine. And I, I don't know if, if I was performing and practicing a lot, like the whole time I, you know, left the band, I don't know if, if it, that would change the thirst to perform. Um, I think I'm, to be honest, my body is happy. If I had a break in a sense. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, um, cause when you're aching and your bones and all your stuff sore, it was kind of cool to kind of live a few years without that kind of constant trauma after like really pounding. But, uh, and, and by taking that break and kind of rebuilding how I play, I've, I've changed the way I play where I'm not smashing the same way. It's a little more, uh, controlled and there's more of a, a pace in mind. And dynamics, there's a lot more dynamics, I think. So it's, it's different. As you get older, you see music differently, so you play differently, in my opinion. It's not about trying to keep the same feel that you've had. It's about kind of continuing a feel that can only be you anyway, but if it changes then to, to, to where you feel it's comfortable, then that's great. You know, that's what it's all about. It's exciting. It it's is. Yeah, it is good. Like I, I'm really stoked about a lot, a lot of the stuff that I'm working on and, uh, the, the opportunities are cool. Well, and also it has to, um, uh, stand to reason that, uh, at a certain point towards the end of your time with OLP, I was probably feeling a bit like a grind and more like a, jobby and less like a hobby and so to play for the love of it and reconnect with the reason that you started doing it in the first place that must feel good 
Definitely. And uh, yeah. And to, uh, just to, to, and to have a, some years under my belt of controlling my schedule. That's a huge thing being in a band. There is no schedule anymore. You're kind of a slave to the schedule that is and, and randomly gets started on and thrown into, to the calendar, you know, that's, that's the thing I don't miss the most. You know what I mean? Like I, that is something I'll never miss is that feeling of like, not being able to say I can do this, this, and this in the next six months, you know, and that's one thing that sucks about when you're in a band. Trying to plan? For sure, yeah. You're kind of, you don't have a plan. <laughs> you can't make any plans because it seems like a Murphy's Law comes into play as well, especially when you're in that position that you'll pick one thing to do in three months and then all of a sudden... The only thing that's happening in yeah. three weeks. Is MTV's that doing a thing. thing. We can't say no. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do this. So yeah, I don't miss that. That's not cool. So how did that stuff work? <laughs> By majority and rule? And obviously, that's not the reason why I left. But I'm just saying it's one of the good things about it. That to just to kind of okay, here's these goals, and now I can work on them in order of, of, of purpose and have control over all of that stuff again, you know? I've kind of loved that in the last year and a half. I've loved working from home and um, to the point where the idea of traveling for work is suddenly like, what? What do you mean? I like my cozy bubble. I like working and then walking into my kitchen. How much of that have, has changed now? Like it was all kind of Zoom stuff. Are they starting to turn it back into live now? Yeah. Everything? Yeah. Like they don't do Zoom anymore? No. So um, the first quarter of 2022, holy cow. The first quarter of You're 2022 road? is, yeah, road banging like crazy. Just pounding. Um, it's but, gonna be TNT from a hotel room at the Sheraton in Boise. Yeah, it is. But um <laughs> all that it's such a uh, tenuous house of cards because day to day things could change again and it could all yeah. hashtag pivot to uh virtual again. So I might be uh doing a zoom from a holiday inn in Boise. Which is kind of a weird yeah. thing. It's hard to plan as a freelancer at the best of times. But um, certainly during these times, I guess you just have to start with what you know. So I know what I'm doing uh, for the next week. And then the rest of it, I'll kind of play by ear. And then you'll let Omicron decide. Yeah, I'll be staying at the Delta Omicron in Boise. <laughs> But this is the crazy thing, right? I, I, As I mentioned, I've had seven tests in the last seven days. Um, I've had three naggies since I got back. Um, and mm -hmm. then there's an exposure at my kid's school four kilometers from my house. Yeah. So at a certain point, the world does have to just kind of hope that the, we can vaccine our way out of it and life will sort of return to normal. And um, yeah. this variant is kind of bananas, though, isn't it? Well, and catching it, I guess, is they don't say it's more severe necessarily. I'm not sure about that. But, like, again, it started in a place, South Africa had a low uh, uh, vaccination rate. 
and that's it. Countries that aren't fully vaccinated, that's where these things keep ripping. But um, uh, hopefully this isn't more severe in terms of the effects, this Omicron. Here's hoping, bot. You know, it's all it's all good. We're just uh, going to soldier through, man. Keep going. Get some boosters rounded up. Get old, uh, get Trudeau to bang those things out straight so, up and fast. Are we supposed to get them? They should be getting them, yes. Supposedly, supposed to be six months after your last shot is when things are like you maybe need a a little a boost, boosty, a boosty, yeah. So, have you booked one though? No, you can't yet here in Ontario. Oh, only people I know that have got them are in the states or my mom. Ah, long term care, yeah. So I think. Wow, it's just a big scene, man. They got to figure it out. So she got a Magusti. Long time ago, though. That was in the summer. Ah. So if they're banging them out then, then let's go. Yeah. Gimme, gimme. Yeah. How's she doing? What are you, who, you're like the guy. The, yeah. At, oh. like, in the hospital. What's that? Yeah. He's in the next bed. You're in like a semi-private room. Like, oh, I don't think they're going to make it. Make it? Yeah. I'll tell you who's not going to make it. Me, if they don't serve lunch around here soon. Oh, my God. That, that guy. Oh, my God. The guy's wedging his way sitting, in. Sitting in the bed, and that doctor's like, well, I don't think she's going to make it. Make you it. You know who's not going to make it? Make it. You know what they could stand to make is a tuna fish sandwich. Oh I'm hungry God. over here. The guy's totally fine. He's just like feeding it. He has a sprained ankle. <laughs> What's going on with her? You know what, sir? Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, you. He's telling the breeze to get him something from the yeah. cafeteria. You wouldn't pass me my uh, big Turk, would you? It's over there on the end of my, by my kit bag. <laughs> last rites. End of the bed by the. Speaking of last rites, if I don't get uh, some soup, God bless healthcare workers. <laughs> Can't. I know this. The, what do you have to say that for? <laughs> what? When you're saying that for like the, <laughs> what? It's like trying trying to like smooth over the joke. And the guy why well, why did I say God bless healthcare workers? Yeah. Well, because like, I'm thinking of the job is hard enough, but the amount of energy bad. you have to put into like small talk and conversation and people are scared and alone and they have to be their friend too. Yeah, oh for sure. Right? Sure. Yeah, totally. Morning, Mrs. Barry. Oh. Might be a good morning for you. You get to leave. <laughs> How was your that lunch? Guy's mad. Oh, it tasted like that sewage. That guy's mad because he still has to stay there for another day or yeah. so. Doctor said he was coming. I didn't he didn't make it yesterday. <clears throat> I like the hospital loud mouth. It's that fight and spirit that keeps them alive. No, the zero empathy guy. Oh, zero empathy Matthew. Remember him? 
Yeah. <laughs> By the way, eight years, it doesn't seem possible, but I guess that's I true. Know. Yeah. And there's a network of buds who've stayed with us for eight years. There's probably a noticeable difference with both of us in age. It's been that long. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's probably, like, a show, like, from the beginning to now, like, my hair is probably all gray in comparison. Yeah. Now we're like, what do you use for leaves on the lawn? <laughs> oh, I got a blower. About, what are you talking more about, more about yard work. Yeah, yard pants. <clears throat> well, yeah. Let's. To be fair, you did mention yard pants, and pretty sure in the first few episodes. Yes. And the buds that started listening eight <laughs> years ago are also eight years older. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the buds. Thanks for uh, hanging with us, everybody. And I can't wait to rip another two seventy-five from here. Oh my gosh! Your mouth to God's ear, <laughs> Jeremy Taggart. Good chat, bud. Good chat, bud.